Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. No, this okay. is this is a really classy intro. Give me give me like thirty seconds. I gotta I gotta type out this URL. R O O S T E R T E E T H. Omar, you can go live. It's totally fine. Forward slash L I V E. Like voice video. Exclamation point. What what emoji should I tack on the end of this girl? What we got here? Aha! There we are. Hi. I'll give it when he's like this. I'll give it the kissy face. Like this? <laughs> oh, the you know the shrug? No, I it's the it's the you know it's the Western emoji. So what are you gonna criticize me of? Oh look at you, James! You're talking Pac-Man. shit about Pac-Man 256. Yeah. Hmm. Simultaneously talking shit about games that have too much story or not enough game. I don't understand. What? The, wow, you sound like a YouTube commenter. The, so there's get so it. there's some some magical middle ground mix yeah. of story and gameplay. Yes, exactly. Called Psychonauts. Well, <laughs> that's the same with every medium, pretty much. I mean, like oh. you know, a movie's a movie's good because of special effects and story. Like Warcraft. Like Warcraft, exactly. Well, there's the like, perfect movie. Have you ever had a cake that has too much icing on it? Yeah, yes. it's disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. No. No, but that doesn't mean I don't part. like icing. It means icing's delicious. Mm. You but when you, when you screw it up and yeah. you just make it an icing cake, and oh. it's just icing in the middle, icing on the outside, icing everything, there's yes. no cake anywhere. Yesterday we went to Five Guys, and Bruce is like, hey, so bad news, guys. It turns out if you eat too much red meat, it's bad for you. It's official. Wait, this just you just realized this? Breaking, no, 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 he didn't. No, it's a, like it, an it official. It was an official report by the WHO. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's been an official thing for like 20 years. Well, well but, I mean, this is like they confirmed it causes They confirmed it causes cancer. Oh, it's car- oh, yeah, this is good. But it's that sort of thing where I was like, of course, yes. Every everything you're eating, like imagine your life is just slowly draining out of you, and the okay. things that you but do in is. your life, life slowly are slowly either taking away or taking away slower. So you're always dying. Oh, I see what you mean. Uh, eating too much red meat is just going to speed that process up. Good. Right. That is true. Yeah, so it's all about moderation, but, you know? But are you always dying, or are you always living? That's true. Did what is living without red meat? Yeah. <laughs> what did Heath Ledger do? Anyway, <laughs> he's we're, dead. Oh, shit. <laughs> we're playing Pac-Man 256 for, for thematic reasons that I'll get into in a moment. Uh, the other... Oh, okay, Google, don't do that. The other option was Shovel Knight, but they... Said we already we played already that. We played Shovel Knight, even for a podcast. Shovel Knight's awesome. Yeah, it was for a podcast. That was an inside gaming podcast, though, I think. Oh, was it? Wow. Yeah, well, a long time ago. Anyway. <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> Welcome to a nostalgic retro bowl of dude soup. Oh. Uh, it's, it, it seemed a lot better until you actually ate it. Um, <laughs> and then it didn't turn out so good. It's like those people who drink Crystal Diet Pepsi or whatever. That doesn't mean. Today. Yeah, that doesn't mean people still don't scream for it when they announce it at E3. <laughs> Take my money. Uh, this episode of Dude Soup is sponsored by Mac Weldon and Nature Box. Mac Weldon, uh, makers of fine, fine underwears for your crotch. I, uh, I support you. Look into them. Uh, and the Nature Box is a snacks by mail service. It's very delicious. You can get uh, two bags of snacks for free by going to naturebox.com slash dude soup. And uh, you should do that. <laughs> Snacks are delicious. Okay. <laughs> there you go. So uh, moving on to our first discussion topic: retro games, huh? They're always good. Always have been. Always the best. Is this, a, is this yeah. a Screw Attack podcast? Yeah, I was about to say. So screw Attack. Pop out screw cast? You guys, you guys, chill for a second. I'm going to take three minutes to tell you why Castlevania's good. Okay. <laughs> it was hard. Remember that? Are okay. you criticizing Video Game Vault, a show that I know for a fact you probably watched? Oh, did you ever watch it when it was actually on, Lawrence? I don't think I did. Was that on oh. I absolutely watched Video Game No, no, Game it was Vault. on Screw oh. Attack's YouTube channel. I never watched it. Oh. I absolutely watched I it. I would have, but I don't think I had... I don't think I had broadband when that was around. I don't know. When By was making show? fun of retro stuff, we're now talking about <laughs> yeah, retro Yeah, now we have stuff. become retro. Oh, Great. you become what you ate. Why are you talking about retro stuff, Lawrence? I'm glad you asked. 
Adam. Uh, Mighty Number no. Nine came out, and the reviews are not so hot. Uh-oh. Also, oh, no. it's not fucking out. Otherwise, we'd be playing it. I'm actually want to play it. So wait, wait. Yeah, I was confused by that statement. You said it's out, but it's not out. It's not yeah, out. What no. happened? So the the official release was last night, and yeah. yet it's still not out on Steam. Wow. Because they haven't hit the big they red button. They can't do anything right. Something I don't know. Uh, so let me let me read you guys some excerpts from some reviews that I mm. I, I snipped here. Game Informer gave it a six out of ten. Mm. Writes Mighty Number no. Nine was supposed to be the game that sated our long-starved appetite for a new Mega Man entry. But instead, it just made me want to play the old games again. Mm. I think there's still room in the gaming world for a new classically designed Mega Man experience, but it can't just be a faceless and creatively sapped clone. Games like Shovel Knight feel more like a spiritual successor than this half-baked misstep. Oof. Ouch. Jeez. Ouch. That's got to hurt. So, so he liked it. Was it but self, this is self-published? Or? Well, uh, it's it was from the dude who made Mega Man, right? Yeah. Well, Inafune. Yeah. And then it was crowdfunded to the tune of $3.8 million. Ooh, wow. Uh, in development for, I want to say, two and a half, three years at this point. Uh, and yeah, wow. apparently not, not so hot. It was one of the first Kickstarters that I remember looking at and going, finally. Capcom <laughs> really? doesn't have the balls to make a real Mega Man, but this guy does. Oh, it's bad. Oh, so man, yeah, there's, there's nice. a ton of... Actually, here, let me keep reading these, these, uh, these synopses so we get, sure. get the Mega Burns out of the way off the top. Mega Burns, get it? No. Mm-mm. Mega Man, Mega Burns. Burns Man. Nice job, Lawrence. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> IGN gave it a 5.6. Writing, despite its pedigree, Mighty Number no. 9 doesn't seem to have a good sense of what was fun about Mega Man or 2D action platformers in general. Oh, but he made it. Yeah. There are brief moments when its pieces come together, but even then it's hamstrung by its visually joyless art and animation. Damn. The soul of the blue bomber just isn't here. That's Mega Man mm. for non-nerds out there. <laughs> and worse yet, there's no endearing personality of its own, and as a result, Mighty Number no. 9 feels much more like a second-rate imposter than a spiritual successor. No! Oh! Okay, and then finally. So this one... This one has me genuinely intrigued. Based Eurogamer's review found, found some particular insight, and I don't have any commentary on it because I haven't played the game yet, but this is what they write. No rating, by the way, because they, they dropped the scores. Uh, despite its anachronistic design philosophy, Mighty Number no. 9 is a game per- peculiarly... Oh, boy. Go on. Per- peculiarly... Jesus Christ, that fucking word. Suited for today. It's a game for the YouTube, YouTube screamers. Those players who are set up to capture and monetize their frustration while playing a game on camera. Mm. And it's a game for YouTube virtuosos, those players able to capture and monetize their extreme talent on camera. For those who aren't being paid to play, Mighty Number no. 9 is a fascinating, often slick video game. It's arguably KG and Afune's best work to date, but for the vast majority of players, it may prove too grueling to justify its more ordinary payoffs. Who wrote that? That was Eurogamer, uh, the oh, okay. specific author. Let me check. Sound like an axe grind. Just like hates. I will. I mean, yeah. they were yeah. they were more positive about it than any of the other That's, reviewers. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say they found it. They found an aspect of it that was rewarding. Okay. Uh, so that was Simon Parkin, uh, writing for Eurogamer. Okay. It's, wow. Well, I mean, it's weird because they're like this has attribute. Like the game was designed in such a way that it would appeal to what seems to be. The audience that likes those games, right? Yeah. That's kind of what I read into. I'm it. curious, knowing yeah. not having not played the game for a single moment, I'm curious. If in five years we'll look back and say, oh, Mighty M- Number no. 9 was ahead of its time. That's a really interesting point. I, I haven't touched it, and it may be just terrible. Like, I may pick it up and be like, this okay. is just bad. But I wonder, I wonder if that's a possibility. So there's, there's, the, there's, there's a, a lot of interesting angles to this. One of, well, the, the easy one is, you know, is, is this a clear-cut case of people's nostalgia taking advantage of them? Especially since it was crowdfunded. Uh, it was banked on as, hey, Capcom doesn't have the balls to make a new Mega Man game. Let me do it, because I've made Mega Man. Right. And here we are, and apparently it's not... Uh, maybe I, maybe it is good. I just I, I wish so I'd I, it. I so. heard 
stories, rumors, if you will. <gasps> mm-hmm. You have someone in at the uh, offices <laughs> of Mighty Number no. Nine. I think it was on. <laughs> I was like, I was on a 4chan thread or something. But <laughs> oh boy, um, they were saying that uh, what's what's a uh, producer's name? Inafune. Keiji Inafune. Keiji Inafune isn't actually the creator of Mega Man. Oh. He was just he sort of strapped himself along to it, very similar to the like Robert Bowling. Not exactly the same as Robert Bowling, but like that sort of thing of like, hey. You associate me with Call of Duty, even though he, you know, ran the community. He didn't actually make the game. Sure. But people went, hmm, popular thing. This guy here's yeah. money. Let's give him a lot of money in three years to. Yeah, waste it and all. then and then yeah, nothing came of it. And similar to this, where this guy's like, hey, I made Mega Man. He's like, well, did you make Mega Man? I've seen this a thousand times. So Inafune's a fraud, is what you're saying? No, no, not at all. I'm just saying where uh, it's that's like. That's what I heard. Bring it on, Inafune. <laughs> well, no, no. Take I'm your saying, sweet leather jacket. That's the story I heard. I'm wondering if this is another one of those cases where someone says. I'm lightly associated with another success, hmm. like probably that in some um, You know, like uh, I don't know. There's like a popular show, like uh, I don't know, like Seinfeld or something. Be like, I was a writer on Seinfeld. It's like, well, you sat in a he meeting, copy edited one episode, yeah, and like, but you want to take, okay, sure, you're a writer Ooh. on Seinfeld, yeah, do whatever. What you can. So I don't could know. Could be, could be one of those moments where you just hype yourself up. Sort of. I don't know. Inafini's got uh, enough of a a career. Unless he just happened to be paired with other amazing developers the entire time. What else has he done? Um, good question. Mega Man one through one Six, nine. Six, I want to say. Uh, yeah. Check. I mean, he must have had a, like a whole team behind him. Of course. Capcom obviously making Mega Man. So well, sure, I mean, I'm sure the magic was in the team. Back in the '80s, it would have been like four people. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. The dream team, as they're we like, call them. They're like, no sweat, guys. We have 56 kilobytes. Yeah. To work with here. <laughs> we got to make eight more robots and cram yeah. them in this NES cart. But how are we going to do it? There might be a man behind the Mega Man that behind <gasps> the Kenja. A Mega Man. In a Fune. Let's see your Mega Man series. Or a woman. Shut your damn Still mouth. Still scrolling. <laughs> he made he made Mega Man X, Rockman Dash, Mega Man Legends. That's right, he did a Legends series. I mean, still Mega Man, but it was a different kind of game. Uh, he did. But what is his role? What is his Animusha was his. What Dead is Rise his really? title? Um, let's see here. Like he had several titles during his career at Capcom. Like producer. Uh, but was it? Which episode of Seinfeld did he write? <laughs> it was a copywritten. Fuck. So I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily want to put uh, Inafune's career on trial. No, no, I don't think we are. Look, I think we're just trying to figure out what else he's done. Like he it's weird to it's weird to be like I am Mega, uh, the Mega Man guy mm-hmm. when, you know, it's game development. Oh, I see what you mean. You know. Well, I I I interpret that to mean I can actually look it up here. Let let's is the is the question specifically what did he do? I guess kind of. Okay. I mean, I don't, again, I don't know that it matters too much, but I was just curious. Let's see here. And if any joined the pro- team producing the first Rockman, is he a fraud and how much of one? Akira Kitamura, director for the game, created the original static pixel art sprite for Mega Man. Supposed to ensure the sprite could be properly seen against the game background. As for that, after that, the pixel art was headed over to the artist Inafune, who created a refined illustration character. Uh, so, I guess he designer. He was he was artist designer. I, I, I remember know. him from an old G4 Icons episode, <gasps> and he was just like drawing pictures of Mega Man. He's like. Look what I've done. And I was like, okay. Cool, well, if cool. he's been on icons, then he's the real deal. He is yeah. an icon. Rob's so <coughs> and and this so this is the interesting part, and this is what I Dicks. this is one of the, this is one of the ideas I wanted to forward out there <laughs> is that most games that are considered classic now were not considered that when they came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would argue that I would have argued that Mega Man One, the first one, is not very good. It was really two that kind of took the series off, and three was kind of a, a legitimate legitimization. What did we play on the, the live stream? Huh? What did we play two, in the live two. stream? That was, two. Mega okay. Man two, that was yeah. the first good one. Um, okay. I played Mega Man 1 a couple times. The platforming physics are kind of fucked up. 
Um, the level design isn't so hot. The backgrounds aren't very good. Uh, the robot masters are okay. And it introduced a lot of the template that always held. So in that regard, it is, it is pretty good. But I don't know. Um, so th this says, it's here, the first Rockman Mega Man game was released in December 87, after which sales in both countries were decent, but as Inafune later notes, while it did sell more than we had expected, Rockman 1 wasn't a huge success as far as the numbers go. Uh, noting this, Capcom's superiors dictated that the Sounds team like begin a businessman. Yeah. a new uh, professional baseball murder mystery game. Which was oh, that sounds game. awesome. That what game is that? Ben <laughs> uh, Griffey Jr. It was one of the many visual novels that came out on Famicom, <laughs> but they never released here. Uh, that said, people, I think people, this is the first Mighty Number no. 9, presuming there will be more after this, I don't know. But You think it, the next one would have been Mighty Number no. 10? Oh. He started right at 9. <laughs> What an ass. Well, it's the eight robot masters and then well, number nine. It seems back, weird. I'm it seems kind of weird to talk about it having not Played touched it. it yet. That's the problem. I was I, I was up last night. Oh my god! So I was watching the live stream. You were probably really excited about it. Uh, sort of. Had your I Mega mean, Man shirt on. Your Mega Man hat. Yeah, my Mega Man helmet. <laughs> had my little Mega. I was wearing <laughs> a Mega big, Buster big and then drinking finger. out of a Mega look Buster. Your, yeah. Look at your cup. Yeah. The E tank. <laughs> I don't I know have, what it does. I have a. I actually have a mug of my own, but it's a Mighty Number no. Nine mug. So oh, yeah. it's got a hole in the bottom. And every <laughs> time it's full of broken promises. <laughs> so I was I was watching the 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 live event release extravaganza Ugh. with the the dev team, and God bless them. The translator was like, "Hey, you guys in Twitch chat, I know you're gonna be mean out there, but hey, let's just take this moment and celebrate the fact that the project's over and oh. the game's out there." And, oh. He was like obviously politely trying to talk around the fact that the game was getting fucking slammed and gotcha. And then he should have said like, "Let's pray God. for the Columbine victims or something like that," so people go like, "I can't, yeah, I can't distract do, them." Yeah, I can't do anything wrong here. Twitch chat was being brutal too. Oh my God, poor guy. They were just spamming like uh, Inafune's a fraud and stuff, and people getting banned left but, like, and right. Damn, this is what did you write? Yeah, no, I, I just, say, this I just is... sat back and watched. I wonder oh. how many people in the Twitch chat have played it. Not many. None. Yeah. Well, um, I think it went out to backers. Uh, uh -huh. By now, I don't know. Uh -huh. It should have. Oh yeah, they did have that demo. You're right. Man, I, just... I played that at E3 last year. It was okay. Are you not a backer? No. Oh, I'm surprised. Actually. No, I don't back things, man. I uh, you get money away on like speedruns speed on quick. No, it was a pre-order. It wasn't a back. It's different. Did oh. you back Oculus? No, I pre-ordered. Did you get that dev kit one? I bought it. Yeah, he bought it. Where's your dev kit two? I didn't buy one. <laughs> oh. I don't understand. Wait, so if you bought the dev kit, you didn't get the final release? No. Oh. Fuck no. Ouch. You bought the dev kit to buy the dev kit. Yeah. So I could fuck around with it. I play see. Half-Life. No, it's, uh, no, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't fund the Oculus. I, uh, uh, I just waited for it to be a product. The only thing I ever funded was Pillars of Eternity. I think that was a long time ago. No, wait, Formula Fusion as well, because I want Wipeout to exist. And also that developer has a track record. Uh, I found out yesterday I have another ingrown Oop. nail. Oh. That was fun. So trying, to, spent, trying to change I, subjects. No, I spent, no, I'm just saying. I was saying my evening. Forget about Mega Man. Well, your I, uh, your evening last night was probably similar to mine, except my foot hurt. I played a shitload of Overwatch. And yeah, then no, I, I did the same thing, except I was on painkillers and vodka. So we probably had a similar Fuck. night. Yes. Yeah. Well, Fuck I, yes. I feel like. Oh, just, I played in Charter I, Four. I, man, it's so it seems so weird for something like this to get a negative review, just because I feel like, as soon as you put it in your hands, you would be like, this doesn't, this is wrong, right? Mm. Right? I think that's what people well, yeah. are saying. Yeah, right? I yes. know. But it, it's weird. Well, but it's made. But everybody says it's made by the same guy that made Mega Man. That's right? weird. So it shouldn't that's be exactly the same thing. And they're not shackled to Capcom, so it can be the greatest game ever. Well, I have I have a similar uh, comparison. Warcraft, the film, wasn't mm. a very good movie. Uh -huh. uh, it was a fun little Warcraft jaunt. <laughs> 
if you will. Um, Jesus, you, I won't. But, Thank but you. Duncan Jones made he made two movies that I enjoyed. They're, they're good. They're good. Moon movies. and Source Code. Yeah. I was like, that, not, Source Code wasn't the greatest movie, but it was fun at least. I was gonna say Source Code is okay. Yeah, yeah. Moon is good. Moon's, Moon's a, a great movie, and I'm like, okay, this guy could do something, and then you know, he's got a bigger budget, and it's Warcraft. What could go wrong? Everything <laughs> turns out um, that isn't orc related. So that was unfortunate, but um, I hope there's a sequel. <laughs> the end. Well, and <laughs> my official it review. Might, it might get better. I don't know. I maybe. I don't know. So what do you guys think? Is this? Is this? And I know that, based on on the relative cynicism that we often talk How about. How dare you? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> is We're it, not is, cynics. Is this the death of, of people throwing money at Kickstarter no, projects for no. their childhood? Uh, as long no. as dreams exist, people will give money to it. Hmm. Well, that's also. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was say, that's kind of the amazing thing about Kickstarter is that people have tapped into the fact that they will give money to dreams, which is unbelievable to me. That's what do you crazy. Mean? That's what dreams are, though. Um, Things that can be fueled by money. <laughs> <laughs> My dream you is to take people's money. can't get to dreams money. unless you have money. Everyone knows that. I guess that's right. Um, I, think, I think that move, one thing that will help that from not happening is the fact that it's been so long. Sometimes, sometimes the smartest thing you can do with a Kickstarter is just take your time. Hmm. Uh, you know, like I was gonna say you already got nostalgia. you already, already have got the delayed. money, right? As soon as the campaign's over, you got the money. Sure. So just take your time, so that way by the time the end product comes out, people have forgotten that they kickstarted it all together. That's a good idea. I don't know. I'm, I'm I just think saying, you're massively overestimating the. Uh, the sanity of your average Kickstarter backer. I think people are going to get angry, but I think people that didn't even kickstart this game are angry about it. I, I think, think uh, listen, yeah, you're you're putting right. something out there, you put yourself out there, people are going to get angry. I know that for a fact. Hmm. And so, like, but I would say, I would say maybe it's beneficial that if you want to try it again sometime down the road, then take your time, put it out there. Okay. I've, I've kickstarted, I'm comfortable kickstarting. I treat it like Vegas. Right? <laughs> Basically, I, I'll do... You have to be okay with losing everything? Yes. I'll be like, I have X amount of dollars, and I'm going to use it. And then a lot of times I'll go, oh, well, here are the perks. And then that'll be a major selling point. Sure. What does the perk include? Does it include some sort of autograph or photo book or something like Can that? Can like, be a voice of a toilet? Or well, <laughs> a See, the thing toilet. is, for that, for the Psychonauts thing, what I contributed was I really wanted this backpack or whatever. I like I wanted a backpack or I wanted like I wanted this merch that was associated with it. Yeah. And so I just like I would pay that much money for all this merch. And I did that. So that's that was my contribution. So I, I will get my products from it regardless of how the product turns out. And so I think you kind of have to either either think of it as fuck it, this money isn't ever coming back. Yeah. Here's here's extra money that yeah. I have to do whatever. It's like yes. Yeah, like I could have done done cocaine all weekend, but instead I gave I'm it. gonna back right. Mighty Number no. Nine, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so you could do that, but you shouldn't necessarily expect anything from it. Like, mm. you certainly shouldn't hope for the best. Well, I, I backed like now Lawrence. All, this conversation's got me thinking because the only thing I've That's ever great. backed, and I never ever back anything, is Mystery Science Theater. Mm -hmm. so, oh yeah. Uh, when when that was back, uh, when it was it was but Joel would, Hodgson, the creator. Would you have backed that without? You know the attachment you had to the series and having watched it growing no, up. Absolutely. Yeah. So no it way. is a nostalgia ticket. Um, and I mean, like, well, and, and the thing was, is it's funny because I was like, I knew it was a nostalgia ticket, but at the same time, it was the creator. Um, but it, that's still a very similar situation to Mighty Number no. Nine, which is like, you know, it's an yeah. Ifune versus yeah. Joel Hodgson, who's the creator of Mr. Science Theater. And I was like, well, it's Joel Hodgson, like, uh, you know, maybe it'll be as good as the original Mr. Science Theaters with Joel. Now it changed hands from Joel to Mike. 
uh, halfway through that series, and Mike's not really involved with the Kickstarter. And people say that the the, the episodes that were written, the Mr. Science Theater episodes were written uh, better when Mike was on and Joel wasn't there. Mm -hmm. So I, I back this only because I was hoping that Joel would be able to hire better writers and like he's you know like obviously hired more uh, different cast members and things like that. Didn't he get Olaf? Huh? Olaf who? From from Frozen? Yeah. Oh oh, the guy that plays Olaf? Isn't he on the show? He Maybe might be someone else. He might be. He, has, he has a Jonah Ray as their new Joel. Oh, right. um, but then there's a there's a few other people that are like they're well established writers. I think you might be right, Adam. Um, Maybe I don't know. I could be wrong. But uh, but either way, I feel like, like that'd be a dream though to be on that get. show. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And and I I was like it was more of a nostalgia ticket. I was like you know what these guys are giving me 15 years of entertainment and I've loved them for 30 years and honestly they were inspirations for me in in general. So kind of yeah, why we have jobs. I'll give them 150 bucks. You know like oh. yeah. Well, I mean if you think about it, how much how much did you pay into Mystery Science Theater growing up? Zero dollars, right? Zero dollars. Because your parents paid for your cable exactly. that allowed you to watch it and stuff like that. Yep. Now you do have some money and you can pay back into it. Like, yep. you know, that's, I think that's fair. Like, all, uh, I'm, I'm sure that 95% of the people that backed Mighty Number no. 9 never paid a penny hmm. for Mega Man games. Like, you, you might have bought it though. What? Did, like you buy, did you buy a copy of Mega it? Man, or did your parents still give you Mega money? No, well, no, I know you are still, but I'm I know, just, I never owned it back mentally. then when you were a kid. I, only, I could only rent it with allowance, which sure is, is my parents' money, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. So I'm, I'm just I've saying, bought like, like 18 re-releases of Mega Man since then. I think that's a justification. I think that's a justification too. Like, I, I think of the first Kickstarter that made sense to me, which was Tim Schafer uh, when he did Broken Age. Yeah. Because it was. It's a new company trying hey, to get it off the ground. Hey, I'm Tim Schafer, and I want to make a game, and you know my games. And that was I, that was the one and only Kickstarter I think I backed because mm -hmm. I was like I would love a click and point adventure game from Tim Schafer because those are the games that brought me a lot of joy as a kid. Right. Uh, like Day of the Tentacle is pretty much what like got me into Sam and Max. All those games are like that's my childhood. Um, the difference is James is now best friends with Tim Schafer and I am not. <laughs> you're there every single time. Uh, every single time. He thinks you're I'm just your gay boyfriend. <laughs> you are my gay boyfriend. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Well, because it's always it's always so we went to. Uh, James and I went to E3 for about four and a half seconds, yeah. uh, which was fun. And we ran into, I think it was James, right? Yeah, the James guy, Spafford. Yeah, who run, he's, runs the... Uh, he's Psychonauts a key, like community manager for Double, Double Fine. Double Fine. And um, he's sort of like, do you want to see Psychonauts VR? And, and he's, I went, he's fuck only, you, no, <laughs> get out of my face. His, he is lo laser locked on James. I'm just holding James's stuff, which is fine. So that's what a gay boyfriend does. <laughs> for the record... I, like now, now after the campaign and everything and the audition, now I like can I email back and forth with him. Yeah, and every single time he goes, ask if anyone else is interested too. Oh, he, it's cool. not. He's not. It's not just yeah. me. That's nice. Double fine. I that's think nice likes one. you guys too. He says, hey, you, to you guys though. are. Ever. Hey, James and friends. Yeah. Well, I would. Well, then you always reply and go. They don't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, here's the thing. If you were if you were downtown at twelve thirty on a Tuesday, I would have brought you to play. Psychonauts oh, here come the excuses. VR, but well, so what happened? We uh, James and I we were doing that For Honor thing. Yeah. Um, so we the they were having technical issues over there. Yeah. That was off site, and then E 3s at the convention. So we're like taking an Uber in between. Yeah. And yeah, we run to James, and he's like, uh, Spader, Sp Spafford, Spafford. Sorry, I want to say James Spader James so bad. Spader, like, yeah, James <laughs> he, Spader. He works for Double, Double Fine. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, they got Ultron. That's awesome. Um, and it, yeah, he's just sort of like, do you want to go check it out? We're at the PlayStation booth. We're like, yeah, sure. And he like, he like booked us to get in, but we only had enough time basically for one of us to play. So of course, James plays. 
as we're hanging out, Tim Schafer rolls up and he's like, hey, James, another guy. And I'm like, hey, great to see you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Man, he... I played your stuff before, Psychonauts, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, that's fine. How many... and, and like James is funny and good looking and all that fun stuff. And I'm like, I'm just standing off to the side like, har har. I'll... How many times have you bought Psychonauts? Said, and, uh, Jesus, once, I bought it once. Okay, all right then. You probably bought it like 7,000 <laughs> yeah. times. Um, but I, I grew getting up... combative over a man's love that you hardly know. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I I don't care um, so much. trying to find a new dad. It just hurts. All the um, time. <laughs> but uh, I was just there as James's cameraman, so I, I got like a few minutes of like, yeah. James using VR. Your, your shots could use some work, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it, there's like, and then afterwards, like, it's him and Tim just talking. Yeah. Just hanging like, out. We went, got lunch. Said, hey, Adam, could you handle the For Honor stuff? You I'm going to grab some. I'm going to grab a sandwich, Tim. Yeah. Adam sat at a separate table. Tim and I, <laughs> Tim and I got some business to discuss. <laughs> Don't bother us. Uh, We're very busy. Yeah. So that was fun. That was our E3, basically. It actually, it actually hey, good was. job keeping that combo, though. I saw that. That was, that was good fun. shit. You got to get to that 256, though. Oh. I'm done yet. We got to get 256 before the podcast is over. I don't know what, what that means. If you get 256 dots, cool shit happens. That's why it's called that. Oh, oh okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool Whatever shit. Uh, yes. Wasn't that the kill strain or whatever? Uh, no, it's just the number of the bits. Oh, that's what it was. Uh, okay. Actually, wait, no, that that is it. You're the right. Level. Yeah. If you got to, if you got to 256. I remember King of Kong. It over, it over. Where they talked about Pac-Man. Too many bits. <laughs> too many bits. Weird what is movie. it? Two to what power is 256? There's a part. Yep. Yep. in my, I think there's a part of my bits. favorite book of all time, Ready Player One. <laughs> where one of the things he has to do uh, is like get to a kill screen. We're not going to be that podcast. No, no, no. I'm We're just going to touch on no, it. Just, I, mean, I, I just like want to talk I just about wanna, it. Four white dudes sitting around talking about Ready Player One again. Well, the movie's happening. Fuck. <laughs> so you have to talk about Pac it. Pac-Man. It's not going to be good, but that's okay. <laughs> Spielberg! Go on. Actually, it might be what, good. Tell me what you're going to say. Yeah, I want to hear this. They talk, there's this one part where he's like, it's, it's a series of challenges where this guy has to get through to prove he's the best gamer. And the scene kind of goes like this. Well, basically says... He's like, he goes, oh, he virtually goes to like an arcade from the 80s. Oh, Jesus. And he has to play Pac-Man. Uh, and he has to get the world's like highest score. And he's uh, like, and then he did it. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> my <laughs> main problem. That, that is, that is, my, so. <laughs> it says, and then he did it? Basically, much. basically, that's my biggest problem with that book. Oh, boy. Well, I'm yeah. sure we'll get flack for, for, for it, but like. In terms of a literary thing, like they do so much, they set up so much world building and character stuff, but then it comes down to the actual tasks and mm. the goals of the main character. And it is, it's a new challenge that isn't something, it's not like generally you you're, say you're doing a hero's journey mm -hmm. and the hero sets a, sets a tortoise free in the first act. Right. And then at the end, the tortoise returns to save his life. Like, things like that. Yeah. Sure. That's completely disregarded or, in, this, in this book. I was going to say, or like, Luke has the lightsaber, and there's a little ball, and it shoots him in the arm. He's like, Ben, I can't do this. And then he becomes a Jedi Learn master. Learn, Luke. Yeah. This one, he's like, I'm the best. I'm still the best. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> the like, end. Yeah, but <laughs> like, but then it, okay. also, it also isn't cool. like a harrowing, detailed, like, written up beat by beat of the things he did to do it. <laughs> it's like, it's like. And when I reached the end of the game, reaching the <laughs> highest score of all time, I got the key for the next area and did it. And recited, oh, what was it? There's one thing where he has to recite oh. every single line from some sort of 80s War television games. show. From War Games. Oh my God. He has to recite every single, there, every so single line of dialogue loser. from War Everyone's, oh. the 80s has become this nostalgia oh, thing. Yeah, well, it's the sort of thing where it's like the creator the of Oasis, which Ready Player One takes place, and that's their, like, VR world. Christ. He no, loved the 80s so much, no. and one of the games you play is you recite movies word for word 
And I said, wow, that, that sounds like hell. That's not a game. That's a D&D &D session. But, but the thing is, one of the challenges is all the lines of war games. And then he's uh. like, and then I did it. <laughs> And I'm like, how fucking long did that take and how boring was that? <laughs> well, and then he also has to do it again for Monty Python. And then everyone else has to do it. And then he meets a girl who can do it. I was but then so she doesn't do it as good. And he's like, I don't like you. He's I, like, wow, I, so you have Asperger's. I, I read Ready, Ready Player <laughs> yeah. One and I was like, I was like, okay, I, I mean, I see why people like this, but it is still kind of like on par with like a Goosebumps. I really want like, to read it because you it, guys you can get through it in like it, a, no, a no, weekend. No, no, it's just these things about like there's fun, it's fun world building sci-fi stuff and I'm excited to see what like a Steven Spielberg can do with it. Yeah. yeah. But like there are these moments where you're just like, oh God, he didn't care or he just got to this point and he was like, Writing I just got to get to the next chapter, yeah. bro. <laughs> anyway. Writing ain't easy, but he certainly didn't make it look hard. Well. <laughs> The next time you're you're fueling your desperate need to feel young and hip again by reading pop culture or funding a video game from your past, don't let your hunger get the better of you. Uh, subscribe to NatureBox today. So NatureBox uh, actually used to be a pretty longtime sponsor of us, and they're back, which is pretty sweet. Yes. Uh, like was an old, there sweet was an old, and salty. Yeah, it's it's everything. It's crunchy. It's soft. Uh, there was an old game show we used to play. I'll introduce that later. Uh, we'll we'll take this one pretty normal. So NatureBox, as we said, snacks by mail. Essentially, you can go to their website, fill out your flavor profile, pick uh, certain types of things you like, whether it's like low-calorie snacks, fruit-based snacks, crunchy things, sweet things, salty things. And then either you can pick specific snacks based on that, or they will automatically fill in a box for you and ship it to you. And then the amount of snacks you get is scales in accordance with your subscription. Uh, Every time they send us any samples, they're gone within a day. Yeah, seriously. Because y'all are some hungry boys. I saw our interns eating our nature box. Yeah. What? They descended like, on that what quickly. What the fuck is going on? If you guys don't get paid, you don't get food. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a great service. I after after receiving a sample, I subscribed to it for like a year and a half. Uh, it was it was ultimately my credit card getting stolen that undid that. Damn. Oh, yeah, my card got canceled. They stole not only your your credit, but your identity. Well. Yeah, your nature box. I could just go and sign up again. I haven't, but I will now that I've been reminded that I need to do that. Uh, so if you go to naturebox.com/dudesoup, you can get two bags of snacks for free, and that's full full size bags. They used to have a sampler. They got rid of that. Just two full bags now. Uh, the other thing about Nature Box is their snacks are all are nice and wholesome. It's all full ingredients, no corn syrup, no preservatives, nothing like that. Just full foods and delicious snacks like masa crisps, crisps, what? And sourdough cheddar pretzels. <laughs> Hold on, how many C's and R's were in that last one? Masa crisps. Garlic bread cheese crisps, which are fucking awesome. Hold on, I got to get to one of the good ones. Here we go. Peanut butter nom noms. Yeah. Classics. Yeah, they've got uh, they've got some pretty elegant names for their snacks, and we'll play off that later. But for now. Go check it out. Go to uh, naturebox.com slash dudesoup to get your two free snacks. And I guess I would say tell them we sent you, but if you go to that URL, they'll know. Yeah, they are. So please just go, support us, and get your snacks, because snacks are delicious. And it's better than chips or soda or something like that. So mm -hmm. yeah, it is. go for it. All right, thank you, NatureBox. Hey, Omar. Can you, hey. Turn, can you turn on the air conditioning? Yeah, it's getting toasty. Oh, really? Yes. It is 90 degrees outside. Yeah, sorry guys, if, if you hear a whirring over the audio, it's fucking hot, and we're sorry about that, but it's and getting... our air conditioning has been going out slowly but surely. Yeah, yeah no, it has. They had to set up a portable air conditioner in our office, <laughs> along with like a, uh, a fan intended fan. for airplane hangers, and I think. <laughs> industrial fan. It's the kind of thing that inflates a blimp, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> and it's just sitting outside our door. So that's gonna make recording gameplay pretty cool today. Yeah, we just great. have to shut it off and then sweat it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a sauna. 
<laughs> well, it's like if you ever go to like really hot countries, they they eat hot soup. Like if you go to like Singapore or whatever, yeah, like right. when I was there, it, it was the cold? hottest, hottest like place on earth. <laughs> and, then and then you would just see some like Asian man like steaming wearing a polo soup. shirt, eating this steaming soup because smoking, smoking cigarettes. Yeah. He's thinking, but he's thinking about the long term, which uh, is that he heats himself up, mm-hmm. his body cools itself down, and now he's not in pain anymore. Is that what he's thinking about? And he gets some or soup does along he just the way. Love hot and sour soup. <laughs> no, it, it, that's an actual love beating thing. women, you, which I can do here. You eat Whoa. something hot, it'll. It'll cool you Every down. Every third world, I don't know, is Singapore even considered third world? They also do the thing where, no, absolutely not. It's not America, so it's third. <laughs> no, no, I think it's doing pretty well. God bless America. I am gonna have to pay like $150 to get a toenail removed today, so. Oh, really? Oh, you didn't dig uh, it out properly? We should go, I tried oh, to last you night. You got some gangrene We should send Jacob and have him film oh, it. Oh, you, you took a double pass at it, huh? Yeah, oh, it, it was fine, and then I did the thing where you were joking about it yesterday, and you're like, huh, did you poke it and pus came out? Like, no, not yet. Uh, so and then I poked it yesterday and pus came out. Oh, you didn't, you did didn't you, sh- Did you sit there and squeeze it all out? I was, I was at the gym and I rode a bike for a little bit. I'm like, oh, oh that's my, bad. My foot kind of hurts, so I took my yeah. shoe off. Looked at it, I poked it and the white pus came out. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. It hurts, everything hurts. Uh, how do you, how do you I got this done your, like six months ago. How do you cut your toenails, Adam? I'm curious. Tell, toenail clippers, uh, my yeah. teeth, whatever I got lying around. I think around. it has more to do, like I think one, if you get it one time, it's infinitely easier to get them. Yeah, sure. I think it's like hemorrhoids to make it grow by the area. No, this is my other foot. Uh-oh. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't I think know. It's, I can't I think help it's you. It's just a hereditary thing. Uh, it's like my eyes are going. My Whenever my you cut your toenails, don't cut them below the skin. Like, cut uh, them straight across. I, I assume Adam knows how to... I don't think that he would just turn 30 and start having... Like, be like, I don't know what to do with my yeah. toes. This, is, this <laughs> has happened to me twice now, where the the, the to- toenails just grow and all bad. I have to remember, we're made I up also, of- I also dig out the sides with the with the toenail clippers. You're supposed to dig out the sides, because there's a lot of dirt and stuff that gets out there. Yeah. You gotta get in there. I, I mean, I normally around. wear socks, like, all the time. Like oh, the man from Singapore. Well, I, just uh, eat I mean, guys, we're talking about red meat and cancer. I don't have shoelaces. It's not, like oh, you I mean, do, it's not like you ate the food wrong and then your body gets cancer. You're, you're you right up against the re- shoe. Reproducing oh, cells. Why did you squeeze it? I have, a, I, have a story, I have a story that I don't think I've told anybody. Oh. Um, I just, because you just made me think about it. Oh, uh, yeah. I had a planter's wart. Uh, oh, you, know, no. you know what the planter's wart is, right? No. Basically, it's, so it's, if you've seen like little finger warts, they're kind of little tiny warts. Planter's warts are giant warts. They're in the bottom of your feet, usually. Um, and what they are is you can't, they don't stick out of your feet but they do end up taking the place of skin in your feet. So like I had one that was kind of just in the arch of my foot. Mm-hmm. It was around the inside of the arch of my foot. And uh, planter's warts are very, very hard to get rid of too. Um, they're really you, deep, right? They're very, very deep. They grow, they have roots in your, in your, uh, in your foot, like a tree. And um, what, what you do is you go to the doctor and then they like freeze them out or they sometimes sometimes they laser them out. Sometimes they just dig them out. Yeah, um, just take a core. And uh, what happened was I went to the doctor. He froze it. He's like, "Yeah, just give it a few days. It should come out." Um, he froze it. Didn't come out. What does "come uh, out" mean? Meaning does it like plop out of your foot? It should just like almost fall dies fall away. Out. Like it almost like basically like if you get like a knife or something, you start digging at it. <laughs> it's well, dead skin. So just, just a pops butter right knife. And it, like, it's it's like it's like if you laser an area watching that a has movie. Hair. It's yeah. not like the hair burns up and goes sure. away. It's like eventually the root, yeah, the root yeah, just dies. It dies. But um, so I was, I he froze it. I kind of dug it out and I got like I don't know. I thought I got all of it out and I was like, oh cool, it's all good. Uh, and like three days later, I, I notice it start coming back because it feels it looks like a pimple at first and mm. then it, it just gets larger and larger and larger and black. And uh, and I was Ugh. like, ah, fuck. So I play, I played softball and like 
worked out for like, I wanna say three months with this planter's wart and it starts to hurt more and more and more. And the more you run on it, the more you do, it just becomes something that's bothering you all the time. Uh, so finally, I, I forget how I did the order I did it in. Um, but there, I think I froze it uh, one day, waited, because freezing it hurts like a bitch, because you're, like, you're sitting there freezing it, and you have to hold it on, and it's just like, ah! Sleep with an ice cube or something? Uh, no, no, it's, a, it's like this thing that you buy from a drugstore, mm -hmm. and it's like, I think it's liquid nitrogen, and, then, oh, and you shoot yeah. it into your, into your wart, and then it freezes it. Um, so I froze it, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna let it sit, cover it with a bandage, freeze it again the next day. So I froze it again the next day. Um, this is like after six months of having this thing. The third day, I finally, I froze it one more time. Um, and finally I was like, okay, I think I got it. I think I got it. So I took a butter knife and I started <laughs> getting underneath the, the, like it's bit, like I said, it's all black and dead basically. <laughs> took a butter knife, dug underneath this wart, like basically like a, trying to think of another, like an analogy for this, where like you, you basically you stick it underneath every side of it. Yeah, sure. So you start like basically prying open each edge. It's like a pan frying something, yeah, like. Yeah, like exactly, like, a, like you're pan frying something. <laughs> and uh, I start digging underneath it, right? And it doesn't hurt. And I'm like, that's good, it doesn't good, hurt. Good, good. Uh, like then you just put your hand, it's pop all, it. It's all dead. I kind of like, and I did, and I finally like, kind of like got the last edge of it, pulled it out. And as I pulled it out, uh, it is noticeably a hole in your foot. So I pulled it out and I watched the roots, like a tree's roots or like a tooth. It's root, like it was, it pulled out and I saw strings of roots pull from this wart as I, wow. as I dug it out of my foot. And uh, when, I, when I popped it out, it was the, one of the greatest feelings in the world. Because it was finally this foreign like, object gone. Oh, it was like shitting sure. out of your foot. Yeah, it was, it was like a <laughs> foreign object gone from my body. And I was like, I was like, I finally did it, and like bleeding out of my foot was yes, nature. Oh man, uh. it hurts so fucking much. And I, and I, that was it. I, it was it was gone from there on out. Wow. So, don't ever get a planter's wart. You're like no. a tree person. This is it this, was the worst. This isn't nearly that that bad at all, either of you. <laughs> but like we played volleyball this weekend, and the sand was really really hot, and my feet were not conditioned for the sand because this is the first time we had gone out and played volleyball. This this year, yeah, yeah. and so I uh, I got blisters on my feet. Basically, you actually got blisters. Yeah, that's crazy. I, got, I, don't, I don't think I got. So blisters. I have soft feet. Like I used to wrestle in high school, and my feet would just be ruined. Like I would basically wake up in the morning and half asleep. I would have either my mom or my dad bandage up my feet wow. to survive the day. Jeez. Um, so like I don't have those things where you know some people get really hard. Calluses. Yeah, yeah, calluses. Yeah. My feet have never calloused in my entire life, so I don't know well, why that is. I always wonder if we would do well as like boy. Egyptian slaves. Yeah, or as like no, know, absolutely. I would be dead. Well, I think about our ago. vision. We, we were talking about this the other day. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah, the older you get, the less vision you have. You can't mm -hmm. you can't hunt things or kill things. Yeah. I mean, like, but you get wise. Imagine if you had an ingrown toenail. You tricked and your job was to hunt, it. and you're like, oh yeah, I'm coming for you. Ow, Ow fuck! And then this deer runs away, and you your just wait to die. Yeah. Well, that's why you got to die. Well, if if you had an ingrown toenail, and you were in the wild, you just I, sit around all day clawing at your foot you until you just yeah, you yanked all the skin I, off, and then it would reheal. I tried taking little scissors to like cut the skin out, and the scissors went under the skin and poked it and it started bleeding and I almost like, I wanted to like pass out or it's like, this is too much pain. Yeah, it hurts. Just gotta bite um, on something. Well, what I was gonna say though is I got- Pretend you're in like an 80s These action special bandages for blisters, I guess. Oh, okay. And I put them on the bottoms of my toes where the blisters were and it felt great all day. Like it was the perfect 
like padding for it and I didn't feel it anymore until last night when mm. I was like, I want to take this bandage off to let these blisters breathe, you know? <laughs> You're not supposed to keep bandages on all the time. Oh, did it stick to the blister? It fused mm. <laughs> to the blister. Yeah. Uh -huh. I think those are I think those it's, are meant to be extended wear. Like you wear them until everything dies under that, and then that would have been nice off. to know. Because oh. I I had the same problem. Yeah, it fused to the blister, and so I had to go in, and I had already I had already basically like oh. taken all the bandage off. So now it was just flapping around my toe. So yeah. I couldn't just put it back on and right. be like, forget it. Uh, yeah. I, I had put it all around my toe, and then I had to, I started ripping it, and then it like popped and then like it just went I just oh. saw like the liquid inside the blister just squirt out and then I took like a like an ear cleaner or whatever and then I oh, put it under hot water and then I went <clears throat> and dug it out like I oh. basically like twisted it in to dig out the separation between that and the other thing and slowly it, it hurt like hell not nearly man. as bad as either of those things sound like they hurt but oh. man feet stuff feet stuff's the feet worst stuff sucks, yeah. human stuff Human the human body's just fucking gross. Well, like, I've had this thing, this, like, weird, I don't know. Oh, oh yeah. can we get a shot of this? I, those. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, maybe not. That's not the same. <laughs> this was just, like, a zit at one point, and I've had it for about four weeks. And I remember, That's you now. I think it was Joel said this a while Ooh, ago. Slap I remember some he was saying, antibiotics on that thing, man. I remember he was, because Joel was the first one to get old. Um, yeah, he was. He <laughs> said, he's been old for a long time. He's been old for, he's, like, vampiric. Um, but, gotcha. but he was saying, I remember, he goes, you know what I miss about being young? Being able to heal, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, and he's like, he's like, faster. he's like, I just don't heal very well. I'm like, well, I, I've never really healed well, but I remember being a kid, and like, I would have a zit, and I just pick the shit out of it, put, Neos, put Neosporin on, and be like, problem solved, and yeah. be gone the next day. Yeah. And now it's like, this has been here for like four weeks, and it's not going anywhere. You had a bandaid on it yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah. because I'm just like, shit, like, let it, because I just put Neosporin on it at night. And I'm like, it's not going it away. Go away. I had a zit thing on, on my neck. It's still kind of there. And like during Warcraft, I was so bored, I was just j jabbing it out of my throat. <laughs> That's what I do. And right? I finally got all the pus out of there, but that, I'm just like, fuck, man. That might be an ingrown hair. Well, maybe. Well, Jess has this tool, too. It's for popping zits. Oh, oh Adam yeah. Kovic. <laughs> an extraction yeah. tool? Well, no, 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 because you're not supposed to use your fingers because it's dirt and bacteria and shit. Right. But it's like, it's a tool, it's I guess. Clean. It's more for like what was it? Is it that use. little loop with a like press? Yeah. Yeah, man. But she was like, so like why don't you just stuff. use that? I'm like, against my trachea? Sure. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> didn't work very well. Is Jess into, is Jess into extraction videos? Oof. No, God, no. Those are the no. worst. Uh, yeah. yeah, she's she's not into gross stuff like Tell that. You, Dr. Pimple Popper. I've. People are into those, and like I'll, I'll admit, there was something a little satisfying about seeing pus come out of my toe, because I thought like yeah. it's done, and then I was like, nope, here comes the pain. Uh, so, no. so, well, Lawrence, do you have more? Because I, I have another story. All right, well, I, we'll you want to talk about food now? Or it later? should be. I shouldn't talk about. We'll take a break on that. Uh, okay. <laughs> Bring out the nature box. <laughs> uh, speaking of things that should be antimicrobial, man, you gotta you gotta keep that stuff away from you. If you don't want. <laughs> horrific bouts of scrotal acne. <laughs> oh, jeez. What if you do? Well, that might be... If that's your thing, that's fine. But if you do, stay far away from Mack Weldon underwear. Because um, all Mack Weldon products are antimicrobial, which is pretty cool. That's some new age shit, man. They basically make the fabric antimicrobial. So it won't stink, which is important, because they also... S they, they sell underwear, but they also sell shirts and workout stuff. Uh, they suggest that uh, their, their shirt line is great for working out. Uh, as somebody who has increased my activity lately. Yeah, that shit sticks around, man. Uh, essentially what I used to do is just buy packs of shirts and just go through them. Or just like uh, promotional t-shirts essentially would be in my rotation for mm -hmm. workouts. And by the time the stink set in so hard it wouldn't go away, <laughs> it was time to throw them out and switch off to the next black tee with a graphic logo in mm -hmm. the middle. 
Kind of like you got there. Which Call of Duty will I wear today? Yeah, basically. Maybe. Uh, but you don't have to do that anymore. You just make a sound investment in Mack Weldon t-shirts and you're good for life. Uh, a life of healthy activity and looking and smelling good. Uh, as we said before, they also sell underwear, which are awesome. They're super fitted. They've got cool kinds of double-stitched uh, seams everywhere. Feels like tactical underwear. You could put a fucking iron, iron side on this underwear. It'd be awesome. Uh, so if I have properly motivated you to clad your underwear in the most tactical of garments, <laughs> go to MacWeldon.com slash podcasts and get 20% off your entire order using promo code SOUP. Um, if you happen to try it and you don't like it, they'll actually, uh, they will refund you for your first pair and you can keep it, no questions asked. So it's a, uh, it's a risk-free trial. Get your sweet underwear. Once more, that's MacWeldon.com slash podcasts and use promo code SOUP. I think I'm wearing Mack Weldon underwear right now. I'm wearing them. I slept in them and I wore them today. Mm, feels good. And I wore them yesterday. <laughs> Nothing out of place. Every, everything where it's meant to be. Yep. That should be their tagline. I don't even know if they have one. But Mac, yeah, it's the best underwear I've ever owned. All right. Let's get on with the extraction story. Well, you, want me, you want me to tell another story? Yeah, sure, man. Um, so uh, I've had, I've had, I don't know if you have ever had a staph infection. A staph infection can be oh. like either a, like a cold. How did, how? Or, um, you know, like a flu or something oh. like that. You'll, usually you'll get Riding a, a tractor naked. It'll be like, yeah, exactly. It'll be, it'll be like in your throat or something like that. And then you take antibiotics and it goes away. Um, sometimes you get a staph infection that manifests itself as pimples. Um, mm -hmm. on your body. Oof. And I'm pretty sure I got this from the ocean. Uh, because uh, I, don't know, Poseidon. I don't know where else I got it Parasite from. Parasite burrowed into your a, skin? I, that's a weird name for a man. Because I, I, <laughs> I think I got I got a cut or something, and I just remember like getting this, like having a cut, going to the ocean, being like, ah, oh, whatever, the seawater will cleanse it. And, <laughs> um, I know, right? And, uh, the sea the forgives all. It's full of parasites and, and, and like fish shit. And <laughs> decaying like, plankton. Oh, man, that's close. Nice. Um, and uh, so I noticed that this cut a few days later had this kind of like a white head on it, right? And I was like, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll pop that, right? So I popped it. No good. Uh, it went away and I was like, cool. It hurt a little bit. It's right underneath, uh, right underneath my, my knee. Um, and this gets worse. Uh, so I, I had it right underneath my knee and like I noticed it filled back up. So I popped <laughs> it again and it hurt a lot like what you were talking about last night, Adam. And so I, I, I know that pain. And uh, I was like, okay, well, uh, I, I'll, 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 you know, like wait a little bit, see if it fills back up, and it filled back up. And eventually, what happens is with these pimples, they, they don't, they become like, they're like penny sized, and then quarter sized, and then uh, half dollar sized, and eventually they're like this underneath your skin. So you can feel the hardness yeah, yeah. of the pimple underneath your skin, and it always has this tiny little white head on it. And I, I was like, fuck, damn it! Like, what, like, what am I supposed to do? Because I knew it was a staph infection. I didn't have insurance at the time, oh. and so I was like, I was like, I have to go to a clinic. Not a third world country. I have to. Not a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. America um, number one. I, I just, I just knew it was going to be expensive if I did. So yeah. I was trying not to do it. Uh, and basically, what I did was finally went to the doctor, showed him the thing, and he was like, Oh, it's just a yeah, it's just an infection. To, uh, all you have to do is take these antibiotics. However, do you need to drain that bitch? Bingo. Oh. And, I, and, he, and he was like, We got to drain it. And he's like, do you want me to do it or do you want to do it? Ugh. And I was like, you know what? I want to do it. Oh! Uh, because I want to inflict pain on myself. I'd rather have that to happen. And he's like, and he kind of like shook his head and was like, okay. <laughs> I don't want to hate you, doc. Uh, yeah. and, uh, I'm not so, paid enough to care right now. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so what I, he was like, so I was like, how do I do it? And he's like, well, what you do oh. is you basically, you put your leg up and you, you rub off the tip with like a, a wet washcloth, basically a whitehead. Because it's again, tiny little whitehead like a pimple. 
and then you sit there and you push on it. Mm -hmm. um, and you push on it and you push on it and you push on it until you think you've emptied it out. So I, I sat there and I pushed on it. Wow. Uh, and it's, it's kind of like unmentionable pain. Like it's, it's strange because you feel like a bitch when you're doing it. No, no, like, no. Why does this hurt so Something much? Something that's like, infected is, is a whole other thing. Yeah. Because it, it touches every nerve and around there. It like shoots through you. And so what he said was he was like, push until you see blood. Yeah. That's when you know you're basically empty. Uh, push until you see blood. So I pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and I pushed for about an hour and a half. Uh, on this on this pimple that again was about this size. Were you just and were you just doing that? Was there a TV on in the background? Uh, what were you watching that's I forever I associated? No, with no, I wasn't watching anything. I, I, I was outside. I remember I was sitting outside, uh, <laughs> just like nodding to passersby as uh, you're squeezing a it into a bucket. bluebird lands on his shoulder <laughs> and goes fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I finally like I pushed and pushed and pushed and eventually like I had a little uh, a little pan that I was draining it into. Oh, because it was literally I was draining everything outside. into this. What pipe. if he lose takes out too much? I'll have to put yeah. it back. <laughs> you got a pan and a funnel. And um, he's selling it five it was, cents oh, plus. This is, this is really cool. And uh, so eventually I, I drained it all into this pan. Uh, uh, got to blood and I was like, woo! Did like, you throw did the it. pan out? Um, I, I think I ended up. I, I put it in the dishwasher. I, I might have washed it. Yeah. Shit! Um, you and Angelina and Jolie roll, rolled around your necks, or whatever. <laughs> oh, <laughs> little vial. That's right. Yeah. Topical. Uh, that's kind of why I said it. And uh, <laughs> so I drained it. Uh, all good. Took this. Uh, took the antibiotics. Everything was fine. Something happened about a year later. The, the pan uh, turned black. I don't know how it happened, <laughs> but it but. It happened, and I got the same infection again. Oh. However, same area? No, I got it right in my butt crack. Oh! Directly above my butthole. Now no. it wasn't a hemorrhoid. It was one of those things because it looked exactly like it. Now, have you ever had to bend over? No, Bruce. And stare at yourself in a mirror. <laughs> Why'd they put a mirror? So wait, like, even then wait, you didn't so, let wait, a so doctor. You you didn't let the doctor do it. No. That's a perfect candidate well, for the doctor to handle it. No, I didn't. Hold on. So I, I, had bend, I had to bend over to stare. Have you ever done that before? Looked at your butthole no. in the mirror? So, so the mirror is behind you and you Not have to look year. between your legs yeah, at right. the butthole? Yeah, you have to do this. Gotcha. And like to see, because I, I, it hurt so fucking much I couldn't sit on it. Were you up on a platform or anything? Or No, no, it was just the bathroom. Standing on the ground? Like a, my mirror, I Did think, you have was, one leg up on the sink and then going was, under? No, that's you spread you, yourself you open? You had to do this thing. You had to go like that's this. The, okay. That's the natural that human position, by the way. Yeah. You know, you know. Anatomical pose, they call yeah, it. They, that's why they got those squatty pots. Man was designed to stand there. And every medical textbook that's how the human body is posed naturally. That's true. Legs apart, head under. Yep. Um, so what I had to do was I had to look at my butthole and see kind of where this thing was. Sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, there. also there's a ton of hair. Oh, sure. Um, that I have back there. So I had to bend over, find it, kind of like dig at it a little bit while I was bending over mm -hmm. and eventually realized I couldn't do it on my own. Oh, oh that's good for you. Mom. So uh, thankfully, I will forever be in her debt. Because uh, even, even now we're, we're broken up but I will forever be in her debt, my ex-girlfriend. Oh man. She sat there and pushed on it and, and basically dug it out. That's love. Yeah, that is love. And I, and I like, again, like forever, will always remember that, how she took care of me because that was something I could not have done on my own. And yeah. it hurt like hell. I couldn't sit down. I like, I just couldn't do things. It was again, one of those things where it hurts so much that you're like, why does this hurt so much? It doesn't make any sense. Fuck. Did you think that because you had handled something similar before, you could I got handle this. it again? I, I or did. did you also not have health insurance or something? No, no, I thought that I could handle it again. Yeah. And, and uh, oh. um, it was kind of one of those things where like, you're like, I'm a man, I can figure it out, right? Like, yeah, yeah um, I guess. What's and, the big deal? And it, and it just got worse and worse and worse. Uh, and I couldn't, I just couldn't sit on it. Um, uh. So eventually I had to ask her to, Yep. Help me out with it. Well, Will you marry me? Uh, yeah, <laughs> no. I, oh, boy. Like, 
Well, Keep popping it. So if you ever have a little, like a pimple like that, go to the fucking doctor. Like if you pop it and it comes back again, then call Bruce. Just yeah, call Bruce. Yeah, go, go to the Let him talk you through it over the phone. Bruce, what hurt. does this look like? It's going to hurt a lot. So. Oh my God. It's fun Billy stuff. Bob story? What? Want to tell your Billy Bob story? Well, Billy? No. not really it's not that not much really of a Billy story. Bob story. Um, well, we met Joel's, Billy Bob, uh, Joel's wedding this was this weekend. Oh, yeah. Jesus. And just a veritable who's who of celebrities. Adam Kovic was there. Uh, right. Lauren Sontag was there. The gimp himself. Billy Bob Thornton was there. He was? Everybody came out of the woodwork for yeah. Joel's special day. Was Billy Bob Thornton actually? He was. It was, he was. At it, was a, it was at a very nice hotel. Oh, okay. So yeah. he wasn't attending Joel's wedding. No, no. Well, was not there. at first. Yeah. <laughs> but then once he saw what, he a, what a delightful affair it was, yeah. he decided to hang out and take photos. Apparently I was there. I didn't even... So he was just cruising, and then you were saw there, but you were by. you were not there. No, it's I funny though, because yeah. like we we were all wedding. very formal at this very formal event, and he was in a sleeveless yeah. like Leonard Skinner shirt or he something. Looked, he like, looked like he just got done napping on the roof of a. Well, trailer. he looked like he just got done nailing that girl he was oh, yeah, with yeah. in the butt. <laughs> so I was in a good mood. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I guess it was a weird thing where he like he walked by and they were taking photos and he's kind of like, like, "Fuck it, I can do this." Well, he was like, "I know you know who I am, oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, I'll take a photo I'll with you." I'll do you guys a favor and jump in. I this think photo. I think he went by and he was like, "You know, congratulations," because it's Billy Bob Thornton's up. <laughs> yeah. That's what um, it sounds like. It's and so and they were like, "Oh my God, Billy Bob Thornton, Sling Blades, very own." I could, I could, I got a feeling though that Joel didn't like being upstaged. Ooh, by Billy Bob. Yeah, by yeah. Billy Bob, the one man who can outperform him <laughs> as a mentally handicapped man. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was a beautiful wedding. Yeah, yeah it was very beautiful. Yeah. Wait, it wasn't Angelina Jolie there? No, they're not God together. No. They've been together for a really long time. What? Yeah. Yes, really long. Brad Pitt, Brad Brangelina or whatever. Heard of him? Done. Man, that's really super sad. done. I'm really sad now. Yeah. No, you shouldn't be. They were a weird couple. <laughs> yeah, I never really figured that one out. Not that not, I need to. Yeah, not that it matters because she, they have no bearing on my life whatsoever. Love is mysterious, you know? She was obviously trying to disappoint her father. Yeah. How, yeah. how difficult is that? Well, he was an anaconda. Not the second one. Gotcha. <laughs> not the second Wait, one. <laughs> I was, was Ice Cube in that yeah. one? Sure. All right. You're thinking of uh, the, the shark movie, Deep but Blue that's Sea. Fine. Did anyone see Finding Dory? Cool is that on your list to talk about? Is Finding Dory out? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's out. Out. I came out. Ooh. I want to see it. Not only not. is it out, but it's the highest grossing yeah. animated domestic box office. We were busy whatever, this weekend. Whatever. It beat Frozen? Uh, yeah. I don't well, think the thing is, Frozen yeah. had long tail. Yeah. Frozen was yeah. in theaters for like a year and a half. That's yeah. a good point. Um, Capture that Asian market. No, for me, it I don't was know just why it was huge in like Korea. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't know. It, I didn't know that. Yeah, thought we were about supposed ice. to do our corporate duty and talk They've about never Let's Play Live before. and how cool it was. Well, uh, yeah, because of Let's Play Live Oops. and E3, lamp. All things in the world have like like when I have nothing else going on in my life, I live my life based on what is releasing that week. One quarter mm -hmm. mile at a time. Uh, less than that. So Mighty Number Nine's coming out this uh, week. Well, that's what I mean. So like, if I had nothing else going on in my life, I'd be like. Ooh, Neon Demon. Got to go see that, even though that's oh, yeah. the one movie I'm looking forward to this week. Yeah. Or like, you know, Warcraft. I, like, I will get into these modes where like, if a game is coming out, I'm like, okay, I can't die this week because I need to enjoy the ending of Game right. of Thrones. Right. Otherwise, mm -hmm. that would suck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Every other week's just like, what's uh, the Yeah, die. what's the point? Well, uh, Car's coming at me. But this one we had ah. E3 and Let's Play Live, and it was just like, I... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Something big in the world could have happened. I probably wouldn't have noticed. You momentarily we found. There purpose. was a point I think yeah. on Saturday where you turned to me and you go, "What day is it?" And I went, <laughs> "Wednesday." 
Uh, that because it just lost all bearing. Yeah, I think it was Thursday, and I was like, Yeah, you were at the mall trying to get your tux. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, Yeah, we'll uh, we'll just take care of it tomorrow on Thursday. Like, Today is Thursday, Adam. Yeah. I was like, Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a blur. Also, because I mean, Monday was a wash because of how drunk we got. Yeah, I was yeah. Gonna say, that's the problem. We started off the yeah. week like that. God, let me yeah. tell you, last Short week was just gone. surreal. Yeah. So it started off drinking heavily. Wednesday went to E3 briefly, which by itself is already just a magical event. Went from E3 to get fitted for a fucking latex gimp suit uh, in a work oh, yeah, day, right. which was awesome. I forgot about that. Then, yeah, Thursday, Friday, wrapping up work Friday to Let's Play Live. Well, where you went to the Nintendo's booth, yeah. did a thing, and yeah. then what we're working on right now, and then, then you're like, okay, I'm off to the gimp suit store, and I was like, Godspeed, Lawrence. <laughs> Gotta go get powdered up and slap on some fucking rubber. Well, the funny thing, too, is Omar was like, I'll drive him! Yeah, I know. <laughs> he really wanted to drive him. <laughs> yeah, I, I, tried to, I tried to put my finger on exactly when the clerks of the store figured out that Omar and I weren't a gay couple, and ah, I think it yes. was... Yeah. I think it was around 45 minutes in. When right. Omar said, shopping. no, we're not a gay couple, stop asking. Oh, he never said that. <laughs> no, we, they figured out that we were, we were getting stuff for an entertainment show eventually. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, oh, by the way, uh, the stock room in Echo Park... If you're in the LA area and are into any kind of kinky material, I recommend that store. The stock room? Yeah, they were extremely helpful, very knowledgeable. Uh, recommended all kinds of paddles and gags. Um, so I guess for those who weren't in attendance oh, or yeah. Let's probably, Play Live. Probably set this one up. Um, we did a thing where uh, typically, we, whenever we do a segment called Drunk Souls, you know, we'll take a shot, but that's mm -hmm. over a course of an hour. We had 10, maybe 15 minutes yeah. to do a, a bit, so we're like, well, James always does that joke where it's like, oh, you know, Dark Souls like getting your ball stepped on. We're like, well, what if we had like a, like a dominatrix or something? And they're like, oh, cool, we can rent a dominatrix, you know, a human being. Uh, maybe like <laughs> Dance get, for us. Get like, a, get like a hot woman and she'll be like slapping us around. That'd be great. And then someone, I forget who said it, but like, what if it's just Lawrence? I'm like, it's a brilliant idea. <laughs> Let's just do that. Um, so Lawrence had been, you've been, God bless you, sir, had been yeah, seriously. working your ass off trying well, to get into... That's the thing. I thought I was gimp shape. I thought yeah. I was going to be in like a leather daddy outfit. I thought I was going to be all oiled up with like straps and stuff. I was like, shit, I can't look like a slob. Hmm. Uh, your your cat suit was really slimming. Well, I mean, they it squishes everything into the right shape. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, sure. I mean, that's good. You got to take it off eventually, though, Bruce. Oh, yeah, that's disgusting. go back to being a disgusting asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it it yeah, they're very flattering. I'll say that. Yeah. It's like Spanx, but for your whole body. <laughs> um, but yeah, so for the show, it was the Dominatrix will punish us every time we die. Lawrence pretty much put us on a Dark Souls three boss that none of us had ever fought before. Yeah. And it was rough because you spank hard. Yeah, and held you real good. Yeah, and the gags. And, I mean, and to be a hundred percent clear. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't want to speak for everyone, I'll speak for myself, but I'm not into that stuff. <laughs> especially after having a ball gag but in my mouth. now you are? No. Oh. Um, I remember telling Jess immediately afterwards, I was like... That is not my thing. Well, because she jokingly was like, you're going to keep that thing? And I'm like, like, haha, yeah, you bet, baby. And I try. I'm like, never, no. I was drooling all over the stage. Jess turns yeah. away it's in one tear. It's not fun. It yeah, is a sorry. nice way to find out, though, that, yeah. like, that's always a relief. You right. know, like you don't it's like, like you have to do it for shtick, right? Uh, yeah. And then you're like, oh, ha, 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 we're wearing leather suits and getting ball gagged and spanked yeah. and stuff. And you're like, God, this fucking, you're up there going, this fucking sucks. I hate this. That's a good thing. Why? Thank your lucky stars because it means you're not into it. Wouldn't you rather have found something new that really excites you? And no. Well, no, after that. you brought that magazine to work and those things are expensive. A cock ring is like $350. A good <laughs> cock ring is $350. <laughs> you can just get some bullshit from Hot Topic. Give yeah. yourself a staph infection on your dick or something. See, that's what I mean, though. If I'm going to have a kink, I'm going to have it right. <laughs> um, but I did realize that 
we probably fucked with some poor nine-year-old. Oh. Like, te- well, no, I'm saying like what 20 years from now. There? See, that's the thing. I need to I need to dive into Tumblr a little bit and see what the uh, see what the reaction is. I imagine it's like throwing a match on a pile of dry leaves. Uh, yeah. Us actually doing that. I'm, I'm hoping that it was somebody's fever dream for a while, and then they saw it and just kind of vibrated well, like, at made, their computer. <laughs> I made an offhanded joke about we we were doing like a wife swap joke, and people were like, "Are they really into that?" Or like. Ew. No, no, what? That was a joke. Like, I love it, man. And that's why I was like, Leather Daddy, oh my god, are they into Leather Daddy stuff? It's like, I'm into that, they're into that, we're friends now. Like, Adam, feed them, you are into that. No. You love it. All you want is somebody from our fan base to tie you up and step on I'm, your balls. I'm like every other <laughs> red, white, and blue American out there. I just want a small Japanese girl to fart on yeah. me <laughs> while I eat crumpets. Ooh. <laughs> that's East meets West. Yeah, what's weird about that? Oh, speaking of, speaking of things that are totally not weird. Um, and maybe, hey, for the next, for Dark Souls 4, who knows? Uh, they had a, they had a ball vice. So essentially it's like, it's a plate and then a clear plastic plate that's on top of it with like wing nut screws. Okay. So you throw your balls in it and then tighten the top oh. plate down. So you can see your balls get so smashed. So yeah, you can see through the top as your balls get smashed. That's like, oh. a, that's like one of those clear butt plugs. So you can like. Oh, you can look inside. Yeah, you're like, I want to see the inside. Is there thing. like a light on the tip? So it lights it all that's up? That's a great idea. You should market that. God. You get an extra 150 bucks for that thing. This S&M game, it's pretty easy. Yeah. Just put lights and. Just put lights on things that get shoved into holes. That's all yeah, you I'm glad. I'm so grateful. So latex, not comfortable? Yay, nay? What's the verdict? I mean, it, it is comfortable, but there's some, there's some interesting drawbacks. Uh, one, it's pretty hard to tuck your dick and balls in there. Oh. Because it's, it's so tight that you have to like shove it in and then pull it tight and then zip. And then also while you're zipping, you got to make sure that you hold it at all times because there were a couple times I got it like two thirds up and then let it go and the zipper went zoop. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fuck! Which is a fantastic moment backstage yeah. <laughs> where it was kind of like a little bit, because I guess when you lock it up there, that's when you pull the hood down, yeah. you lock it in, and and you had, so you had it just below that and Elise was like, ha ha, look at this, and started messing with it and you were like, no, 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 no! <laughs> you were like, one wrong move and this whole thing's gonna shoot. It's just like, <laughs> it's gonna explode, explode out of There it. was a funny part too where Lawrence wasn't mic'd, so he's on stage, and he's going like, oh, it was it was a funny part too where I don't think anyone else yeah. from Achievement Hunter or like all the Let's Play Network even like knew what we were doing. So Lawrence is like, uh, will I get mic'd up for my segment? And they're like, oh yeah, you'll be mic'd. He's like, I'm wearing a gimp suit. Yeah. Where will I put that? And everyone's like, are they, are they fucking with us? Yeah, like, they, they thought we were joking. Well, it's like, oh, we'll just use an ear mic. And he's like, yeah. there won't be an ear. Uh, what well, do you mean? You're wearing a hood? Yeah. There is also, there is also a, like a bag of goodies. Oh yeah. That was oh, supposed yeah. to be on stage. Where the fuck did that, that go? Moved. Who moved that? I don't know. Somebody, I don't know who moved somebody it. took it upon themselves to assume that something was out of place and but, moved but it. But yeah. it was funny because Lawrence in the mask is just eyes, nose, and then teeth. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's in character doing his damnedest to stay in character. And he's like, he's like, ah, ah. At one point too, <laughs> it was a part. It was a Dark Souls part where, like, I it's an early section. And I'm like, I kind of know where to go, and he's like, go left. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was trying to. I was trying to find you backstage to tell you where to go. Yeah. Luckily, it was it was pretty direct, and that's one of the the virtues of that save point. I was actually that's just my save point. It was total serendipity that I happened to be right next to a pretty hard boss. Yeah. And dressed as a battle pope. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Oh yeah, yeah, battle pope. Man, I fucking love that outfit. Yeah, I didn't know if I was supposed to use the sword or the staff. I probably should have stayed with the staff. 
But we died. Anyway, Let's Play Live was a lot of fun. It was yeah. a lot of fun. I we got to do our, our juggling extravaganza. Mm -hmm. The juggling extravaganza, that was my favorite part of the whole show. Uh, juggling yeah. was good. Um, for those who don't know, uh, Lawrence and I are fantastic jugglers. Accomplished really good. amazing really yeah. good. Yeah. I guess people don't know this, but like, yeah. probably, I think at one time you and I were part of two different troops that were like, Top in the world? Yeah, as competing but friendly competition, but yeah. not, you know how it goes. Did, did you guys know each other at the time? No, he, well, I mean, because he was I'd, more. I'd heard of him. Yeah. You know, it's one of those legend type things. Right. He's you never middle, know that you're going to be standing in the room with that guy. Yeah, he's Middle America. Oh, fucker. He, yeah, he's Middle America. I was West Coast. Like, I would yeah. travel oh, by coastal. Yeah, yeah. mm -hmm. We had our we had parties our and stuff, but yeah. yeah. I, would hear, I would hear things and be like, there's no way anyone's that good. Yeah. yeah. Can't so, be. This it, is just tell, telling tall tales. Mm -hmm. Juggling, juggling big balls, as they say. Yeah. Can't do that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it turns out the legend was true, and a very select few people got to see the the dream happen. You guys yeah. juggled for three and a half minutes. Four it was minutes. a lot of juggling. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough to be the best. It is uh, tough to be the best. But you I was guys did. Yeah. Also, massively dehydrated after wearing that fucking gip suit for a while. But yeah. you yeah. know what? Who Professionals got? pull through. That was another thing when he was spanking us and nipple oh, yeah. clamping us and putting mm -hmm. ball gags in our mouth. You were dripping everywhere. I was, I yeah. was sloshing. I, I know that because when I had to wear the Batman suit, oh, that's oh, exactly yeah. what happens. It, you, you, there is, it literally doesn't breathe. Yeah. There is no air coming in. Uh -huh. Well, part of it wasn't sweat either because you lubed yourself up to slide oh, into the suit. Yeah, yeah. Right. But then it created I this real skin tight. There was no, no space between the suit and your body. Yeah, it's like so, so at your wrists, it was like Wrist wringing out. Is when it's spraying it was like out, wringing yeah. out a sponge oh. of lube that uh. was just just like coming out from his wrist. Like it's a beautiful someone thing. Someone listening I, right now is so turned off. Yeah, I was gonna say I totally get boners off of this. No, I'm glad I like regular vaginas. It's been a real boner-filled <laughs> podcast. So I've wondered about that. Like, not. I won't go that far, but let's say that let's say that you're just into some weird shit and you make peace with that. But then your eternal crux is that you have to go out of your way to find that one thing that you're super into. That's rough. Oh, like, you're saying yeah. like a, like a life fetish. journey to it's try to find what Well, yeah, but not even, not even a comic razor. Because I, I feel like to a degree, yeah. He just, he just wrote about it. To a degree, uh, <laughs> to a degree, like, like BSDM, BDSM. BDSM, yeah. There BDSM, we go. Yeah. Uh, that's, I don't want to say common, but at least it's provided for. If you're, if you're into just some weird or, or potentially like socially frowned upon taboo type stuff, that's got to be a bummer. Because even if, if you personally are like, I'm ashamed of this and I know it's not right, but it's just the thing that I'm into and I can't help that, and all I want to do is just jack off once, because I haven't jacked off in 20 years. I don't know, man. I, I, I can empathize with that. Uh, no, empathy is, no, sympathize, I think is the word. Yeah. Empathy imply, implies that I know how it feels, and I don't. I'm into, I'm into naked chicks, which, which praise God, <laughs> is the most common thing in the world. The <laughs> irony is you're going to hell for that. Yeah, well. Love naked, naked chicks? Women. No yes. way. It's going to be a lot of a lot of sweet succubi down there. Oh, what the fuck? What is that? Magnet. Oh, he gets to pull in wow, all the things around you. That's awesome. It's perfect. Well, guys, it's been a it's been a very harrowing, clenching dude soup. Yeah. Uh, but uh, since since we didn't file that trademark paperwork, we got a bit of a brand switch for you guys. Oh, that's right. I apologize in advance. Uh, you know how it is with bureaucracies and corporations, things. <laughs> Things tend to get a little confusing. <laughs> Fan House, uh, as it was temporarily called, is now officially the Dude Soup. Dude Nailed it. That's what it is. Got it. Yep. The Dude Soup Post Show. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I changed the name on the PowerPoint, so I, I'll do that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, uh, stay tuned for the post show that's coming up uh, for RT sponsors. If you're, if you're listening to the podcast somewhere else, uh, you should maybe take, take a chance to watch it live. Or if you can't watch it live, you can always check out the post show on roostfeet.com or fun.house is our particular subdomain. Oh, yeah. Just find the show list there. Uh, I'm sure we'll have, have the branding issue all sorted out by the time this hits the internet. So 
check it out. We look at some fan art, we talk to some comments, we take comments live and address them, because um, people love, love having their issues addressed in very intellectual and sincere ways. Uh, based on the conversations we just had, mm. I imagine we're gonna have a lot of good questions. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> the, so yeah. Considering that this was the actual dude soup, I can only imagine what the it's gonna be more pimp show will be about. Uh, so thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you're watching live, stay tuned for the show. If you're not watching live, maybe go check it out. So <laughs> thanks everybody, we'll be right back. We gotta switch it over to this, this monstrosity over here. So the air is on right now? And yeah, it's, 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 like it's really clicky. It's rough. <laughs>